Kick off your shoes and unbuckle your drawers. It's time for Cliff and Kindle. Hey, baby. Hey, Kendall. Fishing, 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 fishing. Don't you hate fishing? I just think it is the, like, on top of being boring, it's painful you're putting hooks into things mouths and i, I know and then I even if yeah. you don't care about that boring look if you want to sit and look at a lake sit and look at a lake you don't have to be playing a game oh will the fish bite are they biting today where are they biting Who's who's got the fish biting this afternoon? How many times have we heard that today? Sorry, I'm just it's so and I have a phobia. I'm not leaving the booth. I will not leave the booth again. <laughs> as uh, to walk, I don't care. Under no circumstances will I leave this booth until every fishing pole is put away because I have a phobia of as people are casting their lines that the the hook oh, the hook yeah. is is gonna fly in your face. Can do it could rip your eyeballs out people are way too cavalier with their fishing poles like they they get really in your face cavalier sons of bitches it's terrifying you know i'm the same way i hate the thought of a hook in me and i always had that fear that i was gonna get stabbed and i couldn't get the hook out and i'd have to go to the emergency room to get it surgically removed well okay remember how before the show we had a pre-show meeting we were talking i was Stating how I was not going to leave the booth, I was like, I know where this comes from. And Kendall's like, I know. I now I'm realizing a lot of things about my life. Why I do certain things. Why that I don't love football. Yeah. I just like being reminded of being in high school. And I get it. I'm like, it's great being with Dr. Blathers. We're having so many breakthroughs. Uh, it is a tribute to him and his uh, inimitable style. But anyway, Kendall, I know why the cage bird sings, and I know why I'm so afraid of hooks because. Picture it, the 80s, a young fat cliff on a riverbank, and his <laughs> his father and mother are nearby, and his father is teaching him how to fish, the old family tradition, and young cliff... Oh, it's a river runs through He, I wish a river ran through this, and, and young cliff, he was, <laughs> he reared back of this pole, and oh, you know where the hook landed uh, do you where did it land kendall imagine for me where did it land well i was i mean did it land on you or or him it landed in my mother's hair in her blonde perm oh my god i nearly scarred her for life i scarred her emotionally for life <laughs> in many ways i'm sure but i disfigured her and it and never again and now and it, all it did was just open my eyes to how dangerous it is to have fucking hooks Flying. Yeah, just whipping through the air at high speeds. Anyway, Katie, that's enough about fishing. This has been terrifying. Can you imagine a horror movie where someone loses their taste due to COVID-19, possibly a secret case like I had. They lose their taste. They are at a fishing place where there's hooks flying everywhere and then they notice that their check engine light is on oh my god <laughs> oh cliff that that the the motion picture guidelines would never allow that would be nc-17 it's a recipe for terror exactly too extreme too that's like too that's extreme they'd be like well, too extreme nah, for audience let kids watch faces of death instead is what's that's what they'd say. <laughs> They're like, we're going to have secret movie showings in alleyways. That's the only way you can watch The them. only way. At, anyway, oh, Cliff. Yes. Cliff, we, we have to. I'm sorry. The our, the podcasting stands are saying we got to get to the topic at hand. We've been going on way too long about hooks and horror movies. Did we we got to get to the topic we're going to talk about right now, which is beavers. Okay, don't put a pin in beavers for just a moment. Did we even say? Leave it to beavers. Why? We were talking about fishing. That we're at this fishing Who knows? Thing. We probably didn't. Why would we do that? Why would we alert the audience as to what's going on around us? I don't know. 
just uh, for a change. <laughs> we're at the the bushel town, the local bushel town fishing tournament. It's like the 16th millionth annual something. I don't know, but they're fishing and everybody wants to win. Uh, they've got a lot of big prizes over there. Yes, we're at the end of a big uh, Pier A down here. I don't know if it's Pier 1. I was hoping when they said Pier 1 earlier, I was thought there was the store, but then they said no Pier A. So, uh, somebody was asking for a Perrier. We're oh. on Dock B. Anyway, there's a lot of ocean sounds, even though we're nowhere near the ocean. There's a lot of boat sounds, which sound like the ocean. And when I hold one of these shells up here to my ear, it's very confusing <laughs> Bunch of fat sounds. to the senses. There's that on top of everything, like chewing coming from your side of the booth. But we're at Thumb Lake, which... Can't help it. Can't help... I can't help but get a little misty here at Thumb Lake on this beautiful autumn afternoon in Busheltown. Our dearly departed frequent guest star, Alan's Ashes. Oh, Danny boy. No, his name was Alan, Kendall. He has been gone for a while, but his oh, name... Oh, Alan boy. ...was Alan, and heaven now, we presume, and Ashes are at the bottom of Thumb Lake where we dropped him. So anyway, all the best to him in the afterlife. We still love you. All the best. And, you know, we're here. There is a terrifying scene outside the booth as people are just, hooks are flying and people are trying to fish. (laughs) That's what made Cliff think about how terrifying the hooks were. Yeah. And, you know, Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Butterbutter Butterturn, they are, they have rowed on, they have a little rowboat. Look, reminds me of the posters of the Muppet movie. They rowed their boat ashore. They've No, they rowed from the shore out into (laughs) the damn lake. They're, They're out there, but, you know, they're, I'm sure I trust them to follow safety protocols, but not everyone. Oh yeah, no, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. She knows all the the rules regarding like safe distances for hooks. She's she got it under control. But no, Cliff, back to beavers. That's what we're talking about. Oh, uh, leave it to beaver. There you go. There you go, Cliff. What do you know about beavers, Kendall? I've heard it said that beavers are just the hugest rodent of all. Oh, <gasps> what a negative first. Fact though about beavers, they're so good. Listen, I think it, I think that's okay. I love rodents, and so I take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay. And right. another thing ab- right. about them that this I really love because one of my favorite colors is you know how we real as we've said realize things about ourselves over time. Yes. And when I was young, my favorite color. You know, it's a very important question. Children ask, what is your favorite color? And you think about it a lot. That's the first thing you should know. And you choose the color that you, you know, feel connected to. And I always chose red. And I still love red. It still probably edges out or ties with the other one that I think of it, which is very close to red. It's orange. Orange. Dr. Blathers, I'm afraid we have a lot to say about that. Well, listen, we've already got a double host-only therapy session booked for later this week. <laughs> so Good, we're going to need remember it. Remember to talk about why red and orange are my two favorite colors. But why I even bring that up is because beavers' teeth are orange. Can you believe this? Orange? Yeah, they get their orange color from an iron-rich protective coating of enamel. Their teeth... Oh, God. Can you you imagine if this happened to us? Their teeth grow continuously (gasps) throughout their life, but daily use helps trim them down. Ours would just be nubs if daily use... I thought you meant we keep growing continually. I'm like, that is true. That is what we're doing. Um, Yeah. Because I find it highly interesting that beavers actually can eat like wood. They're one of the few animals that can eat cellulose, they can digest cellulose. And isn't that just amazing that like nature just had this thing that they were like, they can eat these trees and that's their food source or one of their main food sources. I don't know why nature didn't let the rest of us eat wood. Right? There's fucking trees everywhere, but no, we gotta go get Dairy Queen. Wood, wood everywhere, not a branch to eat. How much wood would a Cliff and Kendall... Oh, if we would, we would, we would, would a lot of wood. Oh, our teeth would be just worn down to nubs. <laughs> no teeth. No teeth. Now, Kendall, what do you know about this? Beavers, one of the very few animals, modifies their habitat. They just build themselves a little damn house. Well, the... 
Beavers and humans. It's like old this old house for beavers. Which which came first, the beaver or the human? Nobody <laughs> knows. But they build dams, of course. Damn it all. They dam up the water. Anyway, they see water and they dam it up. But they also build lodges. They were the first. Where do you think Kiwanis got the idea? From the fucking beavers. They started everything. They build lodges. And, you know, lodges, they can are sort of this cool thing where you can only get into it from underground and then you can go back up onto the land. It's a whole big thing, Kendall, that they just build out of shit that they find. The whole big thing. But they, I mean, they also made dams first that we copied. We just copied everything from the beavers. That's why they're such a cool animal. Oh, um, you know they, what else? I, I copied this personally from the beaver. Whenever I sense danger, I slap my tail on the water to indicate as much to all the people nearby. So that's why when we were in the pool that day, a few weeks ago, you know, the indoor pool at the Y in Busheltown, yeah. we were there. I sensed danger. I thought, I was like, oh, no, no. And I, so I was banging my butt just down, down in the water. Caused this oh, huge... God, that makes so much more sense. I thought you were twerking. No, I was trying to tell you that I was very afraid. I thought I saw a snake. There, but it turned out. Oh, Cliff, there it are was, better ways. It was just a song. There are better ways to tell me. There are many ways to tell me you're afraid. Well, can you know, there was it was a lifeguard beaver. sock is all. But any beavers, beaver babies, beaver babies, beaver also known as kids. babies, they'll make your dreams they come true. They can swim. They can swim 24 hours after they're born. Uh, Isn't that amazing? I don't know what they do. Well, I guess they're not born in water. I was like, they just float to the bottom of the water, but. I can't imagine that they can swim immediately that quickly. Here's also here's the thing: human babies can't do jack shit for the longest time. They just can't do anything but lay there and shit themselves. Kendall, <laughs> stupid babies, stupid human babies. Beavers out there staying underwater for six to eight minutes. Can you imagine? Next time you're watching a show and it's got commercials. From commercial break to commercial break, try to stay underwater. And, and if you can do it, you're like a beaver. You can just stay underwater. You can hold your breath. you got these huge lungs that help you. That's probably why it's helpful. You know, they can swim underneath to get into their yeah. secret lodge. Man, beavers are just hard workers. That Not only they do that, but they also, they don't hibernate. They just work all throughout the winter. They just continue to eat and build. They're too busy to hibernate. We're like beavers, except we don't build. We just eat. We just eat. We keep eating all through the winter, and then all through the spring, and all through the summer, and all through the fall, and then back to the winter. And watch, watch the hooks there before we come in. Make sure they're, they're safely secured. Okay, you know, Cliff has a terror for hooks. Very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Thank you for not bringing the hooks in here. You know, Cliff thank is terrified you. of them. Keep those away. Oh, yes, of course. I will go out. Very safely stowed. Yeah, I will go out if I have like a lead blanket that I can drape over me as I walk. Uh, Cliff, it's not in the budget. Within 50 feet of anybody who's got a thing. No, well. (laughs) We're going to have to roll you out in the booth away from the dock. We're going to just get Charles to just lift the whole, I don't know. It's a a leverage problem to be worked out later. Yeah. So you guys, have you caught the winning fish yet? Oh. I'm afraid not, dear. We've caught a few, but nothing big enough to even come close to the largest fish. Oh, you know, Bowers, Mrs. Potter Budger Potter Churn, she's such a wonderful fisherwoman. She's caught several trout and catfish and flounder and all different species of fish, Bowers. But, dear, you know, it's very important to to really get into the mind of the fish. You have to think about each fish you're trying to catch, dear. If it's it's a salmon, you have to think like a salmon. (laughs) That's why she was swimming upstream a few moments ago, Bowers. Oh, goodness, dear. Daffodil, please. Yes, I tried to fish a moment ago, but my line got tangled up in my shoelaces. (laughs) Oh, whoops. I'm going to keep trying, no, Bowers. Never give up on your dreams. Well, just be careful. Don't get, don't get like hung up with your shoelaces and trip out of the boat, you know. Don't get hung up and trip out. Kendall sounds like he's (laughs) such a groovy guy. Now, now you guys, I want you to know when I was young, my grandfather, he 
he loved, everybody loved fish in my family except for me because I was terrified for many obvious already stated reasons. But he he loved to fish, and what he would make to go fishing with is blood dough balls. Have you Ooh. heard of this? Oh, yes, dear. Was, Everyone knows of the blood dough balls. Oh, yeah. I've got some in my fishing tackle box right outside. Clip, well, do explain what blood dough balls are. I don't really know, except for the fact that they were some kind of dough. Maybe just like wadded up bread. White oh, bread. Dear, no, you take biscuit dough out of the, the, the tin cans. When you pop it, you take that dough and you mix it with blood and different things and minnows, dear. And you put you put that on the end of the hook. It's called a blood oh, ball, dear. Yes, it's a time-honored tradition amongst fisher people. Oh, everyone knows that. Oh, uh, well, it was... Well, I used to fish with that one as a kid. I didn't know it was called a blood dough ball. I thought it was just, I thought it was just something weird my parents came up with. Uh, well, I guess it was just something weird everybody was doing back then. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> doing up. it. Everybody's doing it. Can't be that weird. Just blood oh, and dough. No, just... please. Oh, do we have to go there asking us oh, to move no. the boat? Dear. No, we're oh. moving. Oh. 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 Properly secured. We don't want anyone to get it. Oh. Where did I put the... Oh. Oh, he... You know, he's probably not catching anything because of his, you know, his, his irritable bowels. He's probably making well. a lot of noise while he's out there trying to <laughs> fish. You know, and he's got those big, you know, rubber waiter things on, so it's just going to oh. go in and overflow. It's going to be a whole thing. It's going to overflow. Speaking of overflow, Kendall, the weirdest thing <laughs> happened to me. Not This really has nothing to do with overflow. Overflow of things to talk about. All right. Uh, several days ago, <laughs> there was... I looked down upon my ankle, and I saw a big scratch... About three, three or so inches long. Okay, a big scratch, bloody, where, not bloody, bloody, but where it had like scabbed over. All right. Uh huh. And I thought, what happened? When did this happen? <laughs> I have no recollection. And so I thought, well, that's odd. And I noticed it for a day or two, a day or two. Then, a couple of days later, I crossed my legs the other way. <laughs> There was another scratch on my other ankle, like the exact same place. Like it's, or like this one's sort of on my shin, but it's the same place on my leg, and it's uh-huh. the same, like three or this one's maybe is a little bit longer, even a scratch. I have no recollection of how both my legs just got these big, not like like they're. Like it's this, well, we, and you still like, don't know. Probably infected. No, they're and they're uh, they're probably infected because well, I didn't put anything on them. But when, when they first, I mean, if it's in the same exact like place on both legs, could it be like when like if you crossed one leg over the other and your shoe had something on the back of it like cut you like and you did it on both legs? No, 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 no. Debunk. <laughs> Debunk. <laughs> Kendall, I wasn't wearing my ice skates with the uh, heavily sharpened <laughs> blades. Well, then I'm out of theories, Cliff. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I only wear uh, wear really, really old and worn out tennis shoes. So I had one shot and I blew it. You and you had. We're gonna have to call Columbo. Gone. Uh, isn't that with listeners? If you think you know what scratched my ankles, <laughs> tweet us at Cliff and Kendall. Uh, just see uh, the all that together, all one word, Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. Yeah. And just hashtag it, Ooh. scratched ankles. What happened, everybody? Scratched ankles hashtag. I don't know. That is weird, Cliff, but this isn't a weird segment. No. This is facts about beavers that we're talking about. Oh, I've pulled something in my neck. Beavers. All this hosting it hurts. Oh, you've been hosting too hard, Kendall. You're going to have to rest. I've been hosting too hard. You need to stretch first. But you know beavers, they used to be giant. They used to be eight feet long and weigh 200 pounds. And they this was back like, you know, in the ice age. But they used to be huge. Debunked. How does anybody know that? Nobody knows that. <laughs> well... Uh, scientists, Cliff, they, they study it. Also, beavers secrete a goo that smells like Ooh. vanilla. And sometimes it's actually used in vanilla flavoring. Oh. <laughs> what if it was beaver-scented candles that uh, instead of vanilla-scented? <laughs> well, Cliff, it's a brown slime that comes just out from under their tail. 
I'm like, that sounds pretty much like from their anus, it anal gland. Sounds like from that region, Kendall. What I like is from another region. Let's go up, up there, uh, up here. Their eyes are up here. On their eyes, they possess a set of transparent eyelids, which lets them see underwater. Ooh, what a magical kingdom! Underwater, under the water. How do they close their eyes Under to sleep? Under the water. Well, they have two sets of eyelids. There were two lists, Charlie Brown. Oh, two there were two sets. sets of eyelids. The beavers just get it all. Yeah, and they've got it all. Oh. We, when people say, can I have it all? They talk about having it all. They're really saying, can I be like unto the beaver? Leave it to beaver to have everything. Did you like but- leave it to beaver when you were a child, Kendo? I didn't watch it when I was a child for some reason, but I, when I grew up, I watched it. I don't know how I missed that one. I watched every other show on television on Nick at Night. And I, somehow I missed Leave It to Beaver. And once I grew up and realized my mistake, I, I finally watched it and loved it. I remember as a kid watching it in the daytime. I think it came on maybe like TBS or something. When it came on, you know, on the know. on the five, got in that channel. Do you remember how TBS used to come on like twelve oh five and then twelve thirty five is when the shows would start, like oh, five minutes yeah. after? That's when I watched Beaver, I think. And Beaver, what's what's the most memorable episode to you? Uh, 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 I would ask what character you identify with the most, but it's Lumpy. We all know that. <laughs> you know, I don't remember any episodes off the top of my head. What's oh. your favorite episode? Oh, just put a drink on top of a fly. Not the one where Beaver did that. The one where Beaver, <laughs> he gets, he's stuck on the billboard. You know, it's the big, like, teacup or something. Mm. And he gets stuck in the teacup on top of the billboard. It's class. Ah! Class, it was still moving. I picked it up and it was still moving. <laughs> was that a spider? No, it's just a regular old bug. One of these ones. I, I don't oh care. I'm, not, I'm still not going out there with the hooks. What? Oh, my God. What? Sorry, not to, not to derail everything, but I have a huge announcement to make. Oh, my God, Kendall. It's finally, he's finally doing it, everybody. Buckle up. That's right, Cliff. I know you've been waiting so long to hear this. Here we go. I finally picked up a spider this weekend. Oh. Along came one, and then you just picked it right the hell up, huh? I have a video, and I'm going to show you as soon as we're done with the show. Literally, I, it, uh, Susan was like, Kendall, there's a spider over here. And something inside of me said, pick it up. Mm. I don't know what it was. I don't know what pushed me to do it. But I was like, if you're ever going to do it, this is going to be it. So I picked it up. And I filmed it. When you picked it up, where do you, you with your hand? Yeah, so I put one hand like this, and I just scooted it onto this hand, and it, oh. it like kind of it was a jumping spider. Ah, uh. and and I carried it outside. Well, of course, uh. I didn't have the door open. I was like, Susan, open the door! Yeah. I'm freaking out. And it reared up like it was mad, and I was like, Oh God! But I felt so empowered afterward. Well, I'm very glad. Also, you could scoot a piece of paper like underneath it. Have you? That's but I know, but I I don't. I just felt like I needed to. Pick it up. I need to face my fear. I'm glad. I'm glad you did it, Kendall. You're a bigger man today and not fat-wise because of that. They're going to play that when I'm when I'm at Judgment Day and defending your life and they're watching the things. They're going to be like, see, he's not afraid. He picked up a spider. Well, I hope there's a lot of spiders on your jury, Kendall. And that's, <laughs> are you talking to me, 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 me? About movie quotes? Are you talking to me about defending your life? Hell yeah, I'm talking to you, Cliff. Here we go. Oh, hell yeah! She'll make you rich, or she'll feed you to the fishes. If she wants you to dance, sonny boy, you've got to follow her lead. Oh, my God. Kendall, everybody knows that was Gone with the Wind. That was Clark Gable. Oh, so close. So close, Cliff. That was Summer Rental. Summer Rental. Oh, love it, Kendall, but summer's over. My headspace is just not there. That's why I couldn't think of it. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there for it. The only way to get what you want in this world is through hard work. Hard work. Also um, sound advice, but all a movie quote as well. Uh, it sounded like Ursula, was it? Uh, it Little does Mermaid? sound like, especially when I say, the only way to get what you want. But uh, no, <laughs> yes. that's wrong. Close, though, the princess and the frog. Ribbit, ribbit. Oh. That was the next line. All right, Cliff, here's my next one. <clears throat> now, Anderson, I want you to take a good look at my cup of coffee. 
Now, I love my coffee. It's probably the only thing I cherish on this godforsaken mud ball called Earth. And what I'm trying to say, Anderson, is that most examiners rely on this clipboard. I don't believe in that shit. What I believe in is this cup of coffee. Um, that was, uh, no country for fat men. No, Cliff, that was license to drive. Can anybody be happy if they aren't uh, free? Sounds like Dalai Lama. Wrong. Uh, was that, uh, Wrongo. It was not the Dalai Lama's true life story, the Dalai Lama movie. It was A Tale as Old as Time, Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Well, I see, I was going to guess a movie, but after I said Dalai Lama, you said wrong. And I was like, all right, well, he's already he's already shut that one down. Well, I should, yeah, uh, all right, all right. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. Boys, I got myself a pretty good bullshit detector, and I can tell when somebody's peeing on my boots and telling me it's a rainstorm. Oh, that was the piss rainstorm in my boots. <laughs> no. No? Wrong-o. Cliff, that was Sheriff Ed Earl Dodd at, from uh, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, Sheriff Ed Earl. Kendall, the only thing predictable about life is its unpredictability. Forrest Gump. Wrong. This was a rat on top of somebody's head, and he's pulling his hair. Ratatouille. Saying it, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say it in that ride you were talking about a few weeks ago on your Disneyland countdown. Yeah. Oh, you might have said it. Show. But that was in Disneyland Paris, so it might have been in French when when they said it. Life isn't life isn't complicated. It's very simple, really. It's us who makes it complicated. That was Meryl Streepin. It's complicated. No, Cliff. That was... Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Kendo. 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 Finally for me. One more for Kendo. One more. I don't want to survive. I want to live. Mm, Cinderella. Oh, no. Kendall, that was in the space, in the stars. He's a little robot that cleans up trash. Wally. Oh, now I'm seeing the trend. Yeah, <laughs> I looked up Disney quotes. I was so <laughs> inspired by your birthday episode. I guess my brain then, just would not accept that you would be giving me Disney quotes, so I didn't even think of it. It's that Disney feeling. All right, Cliff, I got to take a break. I've got to use the restroom, and I don't know where I'm supposed to go. There doesn't look like a place to go around here. I don't care where you go, but I'm not stepping foot. I've got to use the restroom, too, but I have a big cup from Burger King over here oh that I'm going to use. So, Kendall, I'll, I'll give it to you, let you pour it right out into the lake out there. Oh, thanks. All right, we'll be right back after this. Climate may be changing, but don't you go changing the channel. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. Looks like Santa needs help. Now you're going to tell me Santa Claus could use an IBM computer. He probably could. I knew we'd get around to this. And keep track of who wants what, who's been nice and naughty. You'd be in trouble. And knowing IBM, he'd get great service even at the North Pole. Santa could use an IBM computer. Sure could. Sure could. Maybe he could. Last year, he forgot to get me what I asked for. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. Beavers. Sure, 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 sure. I hate that, I hate that, I hate that, I hate that, I hate that. Beavers. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Oh, oh, oh. Damn, 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 damn. 
Welcome back, welcome back, boys. I couldn't believe Charles the Contractor. Why would he come with explosives to the fishing tournament, Dio? Explosives? <laughs> Very We're, shocking. Well, I, I've been looking. I've been looking for Charles. What he had explosives? Oh, what? Did he- oh, yes, dear. You know, you know. Some people they try to to throw dynamite into the water to try to catch more fish. Dear, it's very very inappropriate, and they they they've kicked him out of the tournament, dear, just for bringing the dynamite. Oh, it's very disruptive to the ecosystem, Candle Boy, and it's very loud. Oh, <laughs> say so. Very loud. Oh, makes my bowels very. Very upset just to think about how loud that dynamite would have been. Everything to do with Charles is upsetting the ecosystem. Sugar love. Oh, well. Oh, goodness. Now, you guys, yes. You Didn't you catch something, though, earlier? And it was in a very humane way, I'm sure. I'm sure. Did you catch a fish? It was that a fish or it was little? Well, yeah, we've, we've got... Two little tiny fish, that's all we have so far. And it just seems the fish have stopped biting, so I don't, I don't know if we have much chance to win anything today. You dear. know what you should have done? Like what Lucy and Ethel did. She had, should have had one of y'all bring, buy a fish from the fish market, just bring it down here wrapped in newspaper, and then just tie it on the end of the line. Oh, goodness, dear, you know I could never do that, dear. That's improper etiquette on so many levels, dear. <laughs> Not even uh, as a joke. <laughs> no. Even I know. Even I know better than that. Lucy oh, well. had her day. That was, it was acceptable more, you know, back then. I think anything Lucy did couldn't have been all that bad. So come on. <laughs> anything for comedy, dear. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it was meant as a joke. <laughs> I hope you know that. Well, I guess so. All right. Well, is that the is that one? Oh, that's one of the fishing judges over there. They got a big ruler. They want to measure those little things. What did you say they were? Minnows? Is that what you call it? Oh, dear! They're, it's they're two little tiny carps. Dear. Oh, very, very adorable. I want to take your photograph holding them, sugar lump. They look like earrings when you hold them up. We may need Kendall to, to put it into the computer to make them larger. All right, well, you do that, and maybe we'll get you a tote bag with it printed on there. But they're they're calling y'all yeah, out that there sounds fun. right now. So. Oh, dear, well, we mustn't keep the weight oh, on our way. Yes. <laughs> Coming very small. right away, gentlemen. Oh, okay. Back to the show. Back to the show. Hand. Now, Kendall, this all reminds me of this old Rock Hudson movie. I, I had to look up the name of it. It's oh, man's favorite sport, where he plays this guy who writes. Okay, here's here's the whole setup of this movie. Okay, I, I don't. Mean, <laughs> Let's sit, sit back. You're listen. gonna need to hear. Oh, it's not even. It's not that much. Trust me. The, the me explaining <laughs> is more. Doubling the length of the explanation, but anyway, Rock Hudson, he plays this guy who he works at a store, sells like sporting goods, or maybe just in the sporting goods department of a department store. But he sells like boats and fishing rods and all that shit. And he also writes best-selling how-to fish books and or how to how to like hunt and do all these things, but. Wouldn't you know it? He doesn't know how to do any of these things. He is just publishing the tips gathered from the hunters and fishermen that come into his store and share their, you know, best practices with him. Right, Kendall? But, uh-huh. and then... Like a curator. God, no, no. It's no museum. It's not a museum. <laughs> Forget that. You're thinking of Night at the Museum. This is not that. This is called Man's Favorite Sport. With a question mark, it has. And it, but anyway, he doesn't know how to do these things, but he gets roped into doing a fishing tournament, not unlike this one. And through several uh, uh, humorous, you know, twists and turns, he falls in love, and it's just a, it's you know, it's just a lot of fish and outdoorsy kind of stuff. And Rock Hudson's on this DVD, Rock Hudson set that I bought. Anyway, Ken, that's my connection to what's going on right now. Well, that was so topical. I told you it's topical. It's exactly the same. <laughs> oh, no, this is not topical. I do have my Golden Girls Christmas ornaments here. I was going to play them for you since I got them out of mothballs and oh, yes, brought I them with to. me. So I've got Rose here. 
Just like that old Scandinavian saying, you can lead a herring to water, but you have to walk really fast or you'll die. It's like we say in St. Olaf, Christmas without fruitcake is like St. Sigmund's Day without the headless boy. <laughs> and oh, Rose. I got Rose, and then this year, the new release, Blanche. Oh, Blanche, that's here. Let's here. See how can I say no to the man I love? I can't even say no to the men I like. <laughs> well, I know I've been having a very good time and there wasn't even a man in the room. <laughs> I was never a night person either until I blossomed into young womanhood and realized I was even more devastating by moonlight. Oh, Canada, you gotta get them. Oh, Blanche, don't you love don't, her? I love her, so you gotta get these. I can see her, I can see her sauntering off. As she, as when she finishes talking. Exit left. Kendall, this is not a show yeah. about Blanche or Christmas ornaments or fishing or even... Although all of those are big eagles in our life, Cliff. All right. It's not even about beavers anymore. It's... What is it about now? It's about eagles, oh. Cliff. The majestic eagle. That's, that's why I was making that very abrupt terrible segue oh that's why you were doing that one all right why'd you make all the other ones <laughs> uh. hey you know sometimes you sometimes you make them sometimes you don't but cliff we're talking about eagles now we've we've quickly changed the subject and she's a sparrow when she's broken but she's an eagle when she and you know I got something to say about eagles right off the bat what are you gonna say you know how you always hear an eagle's screech on on films and movies it's all a big lie Cliff it's all a lie yeah Usually what you're hearing is a red-tailed hawk screech that is dubbed over a bald eagle's weaker scream. They have like a really weird scream. So I don't know if you remember like the Colbert Report when he had the, the eagle and it was like, that was that's a, a hawk scream over a bald eagle. Oh my. So now you'll always hear that hawk. Now I'll, I'll, now I'll always hear it. Eagle. Told you. Now, do you know what I was thinking about when you were, you were, you went with that fact and, you know, that's one way to go. (laughs) I was thinking about. I did go with it. (laughs) How young bald eagles, they're not even damn bald. Candle, their heads have bright white plumage. All these lies. Oh my God. Young bald ones though, they have brown heads for the first four or five years. (gasps) Oh my God. Then they, then they develop their beautiful Bald, bald is beautiful. Heads. But you know they also eat trash and stolen food. <gasps> That's maybe my favorite thing about them, is that they eat. <laughs> I just love the thought of them just a bald eagle on the trash can eating leftover Chinese food out of one of those little containers. Yeah, I love it. And it going. It's a great <sighs> metaphor for the world. Yeah. Well, you know they also usually mate for life, Cliff. They're big old lovers. Are they really, though? If, if they can put the trash aside that they've been digging through, they they really get it on, and they mate for, with the same person for life, the same other eagle for life. Let's get it on. They're sort of the Marvin Gaze of the bird world. <laughs> they're the Marvin Gaze. Of the, they're also the Dom DeLuise of the largest bird's nest world. Are they? They hold the record for the world's largest bird's nest. They're huge. Oh, oh, really? 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 I, 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 okay, okay. Really? I was so stuck on. <laughs> we, you know, we were talking about trash, but then they really they mostly eat fish. Fish, uh, you know, if they're uh, trash, fish is their favorite kind of trash. Yeah, fish that's already been thrown away. Yeah, that's like it's like double whammy. Yeah. It's double. It's a double whammy. That's what they call it in the avian circles. You got it, Kendall. Oh, now, did you know this that they are just. Thieves. They have an impulse to steal. Damn it. Damn it, those those eagles. No, I didn't. What do they steal? Well, while eagles don't have the urge to steal food from other birds, they supplement their food intake with food gathered by other birds. So they just go ahead. They see a, somebody eating a salmon. 
and they just go eat it. They just take it right out of their mouth. Yeah, it is really get, becoming clear to me why why we use it as the national symbol. Yeah, I know. They, oh, they do also. Now, this is why you're so afraid. You know, you're always saying, I'm so afraid my little dogs are going to be taken away by the birds. And yes. they do, which, I mean, there's a comical element to that. <laughs> but they do, these birds, Eagle. they do this too, Kendall. They would eat your dog, sure as <laughs> look at it. They would just want to scoop it up. Let's see. Cliff, did you know also eagles can swim? Oh, my God. Is it not enough that they rule the air? They're not just air. kings of the sky. <laughs> yeah. They got to rule the sea, too. They've got hollow bones and... Lots of down where they can just like glide through the water like it's nothing. Oh, down do be do down down. Kendall, what when you what would you do really if a bald eagle just like landed right in front of you? Eagle. I'd probably pull up my phone and take a picture. Mm. We can only hope it would peck you to death before you got that last <laughs> snapshot, Kendall. Hashtag bald eagle. Hashtag bird of prey. Kendall, I'm praying that we could do a segment called, what would I do? Oh, let's, let, let us pray, Cliff. Let us. What would I do? What would you pray. do? Do, 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 We would pray. That's what we do. We pray. Uh, Cliff. I got a question for you. Oh, man. Well, I think you should wait. I've got, I have so many questions for you, okay? Oh, damn it. Okay. Kendall, one fall afternoon, leave it to you, you doze off in the bed of a pickup truck. And uh, you. we all know how hard you sleep. Can't hardly wake your big self up. So you don't even notice when you are covered over by several bushels of apples freshly picked. And you don't even wake up until you find yourself on a fast-moving assembly line with all the apples heading toward a big sauce-making, applesauce-making machine because you're in an applesauce factory. What would you do? As much as I think I'd really like people to, to see what some Kendall sauce is all about, I would just... I'm so fat. My, I wouldn't even fit into the the first processor clause so I could just like turn onto my side and just puff out like just breathe in and hold my breath and I'll just be like Violet Brogard I would just roll on the conveyor belt until you could come and push the emergency stop button uh I do think you would gum up the works and you know definitely put them out you know out of business for several days as they picked your parts <laughs> out of the machine but, uh, all right, Kendall, if that's what you would do, that's what you would do, WWID. It's what I'd do. And I'd, I'd go out with a bang. <laughs> Cliff, you were in line for a concert. They're only letting a limited number of people into this concert. Okay. Oh, did I mention it is Madonna's for real, for real, final, final, Uh-oh. absolutely, Uh-oh. 100% for sure, Oh no. final show. Oh, no. You are absolutely next in line. When some idiot just cuts right in front of you and walks right up to the door, and then right after he walks up, they're like, "All right, that's it." Cliff, what do you do? Let me hand you this this hard drive in a bag. What do you do? I would just calmly, serenely state the facts to the people there, and they would they would say, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You're correct, and we should not have done that. We're going to give you one of these." front row seats that we had held special just for the entourage so you sit there because obviously this we we're just so sorry is what they would say and then we would rock out Therapy was good for you. <laughs> Alright. Hit me. Hit me with your best shot. Kendall. Oh god. Calvin Klein's men colognes ad department 
Well, they're out of ideas. And they've come to ask you to promote their new men's fragrance on your very popular TikTok channel. What would you do? How would you promote Calvin Klein's new men's smell? My first thought would just like a total, like a full nude of me, but I don't think that's going to go very well. So instead, I would do something where I would try to make a visual representation of what it smelled like. Since it's, since it's a medium that you can't smell over, obviously, since you can't share what it smells like, I would try to do some really cool visual art that really encapsulated what I was smelling. Well, there goes your advertising career. That you know. Not too bad I didn't want to anyway. Yeah. I'd rather be in radio. Well, you, if only you were a success there. But Kendall, you <laughs> would uh, no. That's very unfortunate. You need to get just get somebody good looking to talk about it in their underwear. Boom! You're a success. Where am I going to find somebody like that? Everywhere. Everybody that's not us. Take a look around. <laughs> They're all around. I need different circles. All right, Cliff. You win a lottery. Oh, finally. Huge sum. That's right. But the lottery is sponsored by an evil genie council. And, of course, unusually there's a catch. For every dollar that you spend, somebody that you know and love will, will be in immense, awful pain. You have to choose also who this person is. Who do you choose and what do you do? Well, I couldn't choose if it was just, if I had to restrict it between only people I know and love, I couldn't do that. And so you just take the money, you know, flush it down the old crapper, Kendall. Whoa. Whoa. Now, if they let you give it to somebody you don't like, I have a long list of people that we could just i do it to Charles. No, you would technically not. technically, we love him. We, you wouldn't, you couldn't do it. Kendall, we know, we know. You're all false bravado, male ego. All right, Kendall. You get the sniffles one day, and you decide to have yourself frozen, you know, like Walt Disney, until the sniffles Ooh. are cured. And 1,000 years later, you wake up, thawed out. And there is no sniffles cure, but beavers now rule the earth. And they, you know, have become super intelligent. And so they let you choose because they were impressed by your frozen, you know, how you were frozen there. So they let you choose. You can live in the wild, you know, nude in the forest and forage for food and all this. Uh, with, With the rest of the humans, you can go out and live in the, you know, herds of people or you can join the human exhibit at the beaver zoo and you can live in an enclosed habitat nude where beavers come from all around to view you and other bizarre looking creatures what would you do planet of the beavers well cliff i'd have first of all first of all i'd go to the council beavers and i'd say hey look what's the food like at the zoo how many times do I get fed a day? What What's the meals I'm getting? And then they would explain to me, you know, that it was really good food. And then I would, <laughs> of course, I would do the, the zoo. Because I don't have to forage for food out there on my own. What am I, crazy? And I could go right to the zoo and they'll feed me three square meals, three hots and a cot. Unfortunately for you, Kendall, when the beavers said the food was good, they meant they would like it. It's a hot piece of wood. Two hot pieces of wood a day <laughs> that you get to eat in a cot. All right, Kendall. That's what if, but well, if that's what you would do, that's what you would do. WWID. It's too late now. Too late, too baby. Late now. now it's too late. You're already in a beaver zoo. Well, Cliff, while I'm over in the beaver zoo, you are standing somewhere and the ground just opens up, starts to swallow you up, uh, right? Hole right there. Damn. It's a big old huge hole. You're barely hanging on. Somebody offers you a hand, and it's probably the only way you're going to survive All this right. if you accept their okay. hand. However, to grab their hand, you have to let go of your most prized possession Uh-oh. that is in your other hand that you've been holding Uh-oh. on for dear life. Uh-oh. What do you do? Well, whose hand is it? Does it matter? Is it, I don't know. You made it sound like, is it a scary hand? Somebody's hand you don't want to take? I, it's a tall, dark, and handsome person you're going to fall in love with as well. Oh, well, you just dropped whatever that shit was. All right, Kendall. <laughs> F- 
finally for me. Got one more for you. One night on a bushel town night. You have been abducted by aliens. And. Oh, thank God. Well, after a thorough probing, you're dropped back down because they, they can't live with you either. They drop back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> they drop you back down onto Earth. But not back in Bushel Town. Oh shit. They dropped you naked and afraid and alone in the Arctic tundra, wherever that is. And all you can see for miles and miles, all the eye can see snow, snow, and more snow. Kendall, what would you do? Well, first, I would try to get as far as I could using all the skills that I've learned over the years, when I would fail that and freeze to death, yeah. I would be entombed in a case of ice for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah, like Walt. Then, one day, somebody's going to come along, and they're like, what is this block of ice here? They're going to they're gonna dethaw me, and they're going to realize, they're like, oh my God, this is a genius that we have frozen in a block of ice he knows all about podcasts that have been extinct for hundreds of years, and and he's gonna be the king of podcasts. And and we and then I'm gonna tell him we gotta go find Cliff. He's frozen somewhere else too. We're gonna need both of us to make this work. Well, you got you got that last part right. All right, Kendall. I love Living it. Living Kendall, ice to ice, ice to ice, <laughs> ice ice fatsos. Boom, 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 ba doom right. That's all I'm asking you. That's all I would do, Kendall. I wouldn't do anymore. No more do 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 Eagles. They're so regal. The regal, mighty eagle. Now, don't you know, this is... They also symbolize another bygone time when human beings could work together to do something good. That's when they decided to conserve the damn bald eagles. Back in the day, you know, they started to go extinct, kind of. But then, to just put it quickly, they, then they, people worked hard and they're not extinct now. They're doing okay. They're doing okay. What lies ahead holds promise, according to the scientists. Eagle. It's promising. It, what? it, it, it oh, holds I, promise. All I heard was scientists. I'm like, what did the scientists do? Cliff, they, uh, Eagle. Eagle. Eagles, they are huge aerialists in the sky. They can, they just spin all over the place. They'll grab onto each other's feet and spin while plummeting to the earth. And scientists, speaking of scientists, they're just, they're not even sure why they do it. Why? They're confused. I don't know why they, they think do it that. might be a courtship ritual no. or a territorial battle. They don't know. But um, speaking of, unusually, the pair will. S- I'm sorry. I, I'm sure you have good info. But speaking, of- I just say they separate before they hit the ground. I wanted. I don't want people to think that they died oh, at the ground. I thought it was a suicide ritual, kind of like that movie. No. No, Kendall. You know, I think our show is so good to fall asleep to, and also. You just learn so much when you're fall, you know, about to fall asleep. Listen to our show because, and it's also it's great for all the things. But one of the things is falling asleep. Also, maybe waking up. Set the show as your alarm, guys. That wouldn't that be? It's great for anything. Alarming. But I was just thinking the other day about how, about how informative it is because I've got this new Christmas album. You remember Darren Chris from Glee? He's got a new Christmas album. I do indeedy. And I do indeedy doody. Oh, God. He's got a new album about Christmas out. And on it is the I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas song, right? And uh-huh. it says, uh, you know. Mom says the hippo would eat me up, but then teacher says a hippo is a vegetarian. And I thought, well, the hippo. Just like me. It wouldn't eat you, but it would kill you because it's so territorial if you got into its territory. You know? And I remember that from our show, yep. the territorialism of the hippo. And if it weren't for our show and me drifting off to its reruns, would I remember that? And during the listening to that song? <laughs> I doubt it. 
clip Mr. Snodbottom. I, I think over the years he had subliminally wanted to make sure there was tons of information. So if you're listening to the show on a regular basis, it's like listening to an encyclopedia. You're learning so many facts that you can just call up at random. You're like, oh, hippopotamus is ter- territorial. Right. And this next fact about eagles, Kendall, this reminded me of you because they can live to be 40. It's old you are. <laughs> Oh, man, if only that was the top of the charts. That was it. (laughs) And, Kendall, females are larger than males. And if you want to identify them, you can look at the wings, Kendall. I'm just trying to get through these last facts very quickly. Well, hold on, because I got another fact for you that's crazy. I've got to use the Burger King cup. So if you could just hurry Well, because you were just talking about the... Um, uh, uh, the uh, beavers uh, having see-through eyelids. Right. Guess what? Yeah. So do eagles. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, but besides their usual pair of eyelids, bald eagles have a see-through eyelid called a nicotating membrane. They can close this membrane and protect their eyes while the main eyelid remains open, and it they can it helps moisten and clean their eyes. They're they're the beavers of the sky. That's all there is to they're it. The, they're the sky beavers. Because they make those huge nests, they they make record-breaking yes, size like nests, damn. and they probably they probably say "damn" when they complete it. So I say they're very. It's practically the same animal, and maybe we should have had the beaver as the United States symbol. Kendall, I think it's time for a change. Times up. I think, especially with all the twerking these days. Oh, Kendall, don't make me get in the water and slap my ass to identify danger. Kendall, speaking of danger... I had a dollar for every time you said speaking that. Speaking of yes. danger, and remember that movie Johnny Dangerously with Michael Keaton from the 80s? He's like a yeah. mobster. You didn't sound not a very sure sounding yeah. But anyway... Well, no, I remember it. I don't remember anything about it. Well, that was the gist. Anyway, Kendall... No, uh, <laughs> that's something everybody should know. That's time for the game show that makes you feel dumb. Things you should know. Here we are. Cliff and Kendall. Things you should make you feel dumb. Things you should know. Things you should know. Things you should know. I'm pretty sure most people, when they hear this show, they they hear us and they think, well, God, I feel smart when they hear us talking about stuff by comparison. All right, Kendall, I've got something that you should know right here. Which email service is owned by Microsoft? At uh, Yahoo! No! <laughs> it, it, oh, it's so hot. Don't touch it. It's Hotmail. Hotmail? Does anybody use Hotmail anymore? Looking for some Hotmail, baby, this evening. That was my first email address. Was, a hot was it really? Oh, yeah. In the, the 90s. The it was the 90s. Speaking of what we were talking about in our um, pre-host meeting, Back to the Future and Marty and Doc, uh, the, the movie Back to the Future 2 yeah. appeared in theaters in 1989, but what date became known as Back to the Future Day? Oh, the one, uh, the, the day that they go back to. No. No? No, that's incorrect in, in many ways. Well, fuck it's you. The what day is it? Forward to. Oh, that's what I meant. It's October 21st, 2015. Right. That's what I meant. Right, my ass. Right, my ass. <laughs> Kendall, I'm sorry. When you, you know, I just, all these memories, now that we're 40, all these memories just memories. come flooding back whenever any anything is mentioned. And so when you said Back to the Future 2 in 1989, Right? You know what you said? That's what I said. That's what you said. And all I could think of is when I was in the old Rivergate 8 in 1989, and God, if in the middle of Back to the Future 2, they didn't stop the movie, evacuate the theater, because there was a bomb threat. Oh, so that's, is that, you're saying that's why you got it wrong. Yeah, I was just trauma. PTSD. Trauma. <laughs> PTSD. And then, yeah, and then, but, right, but we did, don't worry, yeah, everybody, we got passes to come back and see it later. There was no bomb. Everything was fine. That, so you did go back to the theater. We went back to the theater and saw it. And that theater still stands as an empty building today, as I'm, as I'm <laughs> I was going to say, as a 
beacon of the theater going. It's, it is. It's a sad comment. Anyway, sad Kendall, beacon. that's it for Back to the Future. What's the next question? Did you ask me that? that I asked about Back to the Future, yeah. Well, in response, I ask you about this. <laughs> How many phases of the moon are there? Four. Wrong. Eight. Nine. Wrong. Eight. Still eight. <laughs> So close, so close, so close. Oh. Waxing, waning, waning, waning. That's it's all you need to know. There's like a crescent, a full corn moon, a blue corn moon, a wolf moon, the hour of the wolf. Blue corn moon. <clears throat> and ask the grinning bobcat why he grins. Why do you grin for God's sake? What's to grin about? He never will he'll never tell you. He's gonna keep it a secret. Cliff, who won the Grammy? Award for Best New Artist in the year 2008. 2008 was that Lady Gaga. No, it was not, but I, for some reason, thought, if you get this, I'm going to just uh, throw you out of the booth right at those, that pile of hooks over there. It's Amy Winehouse. <laughs> oh, poor Amy Winehouse. I know, I brought, us, I brought us down. Thanks a lot. Now, Kendall, what's the hardest rock? Uh, Diamond. God, God, Damn it. God, God, You're right. You got it right, Kendall. Start, I cut glass with Diamond, Cliff. They use diamond cutting bits. Oh, you're a diamond cutting bitch. All right, Kendall. That's I've got to use this Burger King cup. So I'm. Um, I only asked you two questions. You did. That seemed like too too many. Ask me two more. Because you went on for so long afterwards. I had well, one other one. I was going to bring you back up bring, from my, from I, my last bad one. I brought you up by letting you get that right. I allowed. Well, that. just let me bring you up a little bit more. All right. With Jay Leno. Uh, left NBC's The Tonight Show for a second time in 2014. Right. How many years in total did he present The Tonight Show? I don't know, like 24 years? I thought you had it for 21 glorious years. 21 full years. It wasn't it. Did, <laughs> wasn't it. In the, oh, I guess has Jimmy Fallon been doing it that long? Since 2014? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, no. Con, con, oh, no, I guess it was. Because, yeah. Well, because then he, cause he came. I know Conan, but then he came right. back after Conan, Jay Leno did. Right, right. So. Yeah, so it must be. I mean, it's been a while. Well, it's all history, Kendall. It's water under Getting the bridge old. at this point, n- no matter what. Over troubled water. Like oh, a show. Oh, oh, Isn't this wonderful daffodil? <laughs> Fantastic. What, oh, what happened? Oh, so wonderful, boys. Tell them all about it. Dear, we, it seems that we've won, dear. Even though we had the two little tiny carps, the only carps that were caught today. So we went in that category, dear. <laughs> oh, yes. And we also swept the category of cutest catch. People loved it. Children couldn't stop laughing and talking about Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn and her adorable fish that she caught here today, boys. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> that is wonderful, and I congratulate you both. Please tell me when all of these hooks have been put away so I can get out of this booth. Oh, yeah, Cliff won't leave. Uh, so I'm going to go see what kind of like desserts they have over there at the uh, pavilion while you're stuck in here. No, 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 no. I need you to stay with me. I need moral support at this time, at this troubling time. I'm oh, afraid. We're going to need a bigger boat, Cliff. We're going to need a bigger boat. I don't have a service animal. I have a service co-host. I need you to stay. <laughs> Bye. I hope you have a doctor's note for, for this service co-host. We'll get into dear, that I don't later. know what you're talking about, dear, but we, we need to go take our picture up at the front with our fish, oh, dear. Yes. Oh, sugar love. You're going to look so beautiful on the cover of the newspaper. Oh, thank you, dear. You don't look how bad yourself with your waders on. <laughs> oh, look at them go. They're so happy. They are so happy, and I'm happy for them. Kendall, I'm happy for all, them. I'm happy. You're happy. We're all happy, Cliff. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything left to say? Beavers, eagles, these scratches oh, on my ankles. If you know what scratched my ankles, Cliff, what if it was an eagle? Could have been an, an maybe a beaver was it's trying talons. to use my legs to build a dam. I don't know. Damn. Damn. Now, do you damn, think damn. seagulls are sea eagles? I think I've got it, Kendall by Georgia. I think I've got it. I've got it. 
I've got it. All right, I'm singing all the tunes from my and fair our lady. listeners have had it. Have had they've it. They've had it. They've had it. <laughs> from Georgia, I think they've had it. They've had it. All right, Kendall, I've got to use the Burger King cup, and so I'm gonna just un- unhook my microphone here so nobody. Oh hears God! The all right, we'll see you here next week. We'll get your hook, our hooks in you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. I love it.